around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everyone. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We are delighted that you're out there listening. We just know God's always working from the inside out on everybody to help us do the will of God, the work of God in the earth. And we just want to be a part to help give you a shot in the arm, uh, you know, a, a good word that will stimulate you in faith to act on the word of God. And Terry's been doing this, he and I, just, you know, in different areas of our lives uh, for now over 50 years. And we've uh, seen God just do wonderful things for us and so many other people that we know He's not through with anybody. God's got great things ahead. So, darling, you want to tell everybody where we are and what we're doing? Well, sure. Good day, <laughs> it's Mike. It's exciting. Yeah, we're no We're coming joke. to you live from uh, New Zealand. New Zealand. And uh, we're actually today driving from uh, Taupo down to Wellington, which is the capital. And uh, then tomorrow we'll cross the ferry and uh, go over to the South Island and be ministering in the Christchurch area. Right. And uh, we've been in New Zealand now for several days, and uh, we're excited about what God's doing. We're on a South Pacific trip, ministering in New Zealand, ministering in Vanuatu, ministering in Samoa, and then also uh, passing through uh, Fiji, not staying there, but just passing through having to overnight catch another plane and then uh, head out. We'll only be yeah, there. these flights only are interesting. Fiji, only be in Fiji 12 hours. <laughs> uh, these flights are interesting, how you have to have to, how you have to get them and when and where and how it's going to function, and, and, and we're still driving, so we're And then what it. we've done is we've, we rented a car, and we're actually driving. We rent Auckland, right. and uh, we rented a car and drove down from Auckland yesterday to Taupo, Right. Taupo is the home of not that we get to enjoy any any of the activities except just to see the beautiful view. But Taupo is actually the home of the largest lake in New Zealand. Big, huge, it's beautiful stunning. Uh, lake. And I actually decades ago, and I don't mean years ago, I mean decades ago, I yes. fished here. I fished on this lake and uh, caught trout. And uh, interesting side note: the trout is not uh, indigenous to New Zealand. They were imported from America. Is that something? Yeah, Zane Gray used to used to hang out over here, right? And used to ride his westerns from here, oh and just stayed here for you know lots and lots and lots of years, uh, uh, months at a time, and right. what have you. And uh, and he loved to fish, and he was instrumental in getting them to install uh, trout here. Uh, but trout trout is uh, uh, not indigenous here, but now it's just prolific. There's trout. In all the rivers and lakes wow. and streams, uh, and uh, of course, there's lots of saltwater fish because right. it's uh, New Zealand is two islands surrounded by the ocean, of course. And so there's, in fact, they have a thing here, and I don't know if you know this or not. They have a thing here in New Zealand. Some of you sportsmen would uh, enjoy this. I've never, I've never done it, never taken the time or the money to do it, but, but they have a thing here that's a trifecta that uh, you try to see in in how many hours, not how many days or how many weeks, <laughs> but in how many hours uh, you can land three. Uh, three animals that you can catch a, a, a sailfish or a marlin in wow. the ocean, that you can catch a trout in the salt in the freshwater, and that you can shoot a deer. Oh my goodness! So so it's it's down to hours. It's not in days. It's like in, in the same day and how few hours it would take, take you, you to, do to catch three. a marlin, to catch a trout, uh, and, and, shoot and to shoot a deer. You know, deer again weren't weren't indigenous here, and they brought them from England. They brought that big red stag. The red stag. So the big red stag deer is prolific here in New Zealand because they have no they have no predators. Deer. 
They have no they have, predators. There's yeah, no wolves. There's no coyotes. There's, there's nothing no coyotes. that'll eat them. And so because of that, they're just absolutely rampant. I mean, they're like varmints uh, all over New Zealand. And therefore, the deer season is, is uh, all year long. All there year is no long. season. Right. It's open season on deer. And not only is it open season, but you can shoot them night or day. You can shoot them at night with a spotlight. Uh, as well as well. Uh, in the daytime, and uh, but no, no mammals were indigenous to New Zealand. They did oh, not have amazing. a mammal, not a cat, a dog, a rat, a horse, a cow, nothing. Uh, it was all imported from England when they uh, came wow. on the on the ships. And of course, the rats would would climb down the ropes, and right. and, and they would come get in the crates of stuff that was being shipped over. Right. And so, rats got introduced to New Zealand, and mice got introduced to New Zealand. Uh, there's no snakes here, no reptiles. Wow! And it's just a beautiful and a lovely, lovely country. Uh, but it's like I said, there was no mammals. Every mammal that's here uh, was introduced. All the dogs, cows, cats, horses, sheep. deer, sheep. Oh, there's 85 <laughs> million sheep here. Only 4 million people, but 85 anyway, million sheep. As we drove down yesterday, um, Terry and I um, just had conversation on numerous scriptures, and we were just thrilled with what we saw God had created and given to the world, and that all of this has been made uh, as something that he thought you and I would like and that he th he made it so we would enjoy it and just uh, exact and just you know uh, gleefully exclaim praise the Lord look at this how beautiful it is and we were quoting that uh, scripture in Psalms there that says your works are great O Lord sought out by all those have who have delight in them you have made all of your works to be remembered. Oh, absolutely. Everything that God These ever made. These are some made. pretty terrific works over here. In fact, when oh, we're, down the, when we're down yes. the South Island this next week, uh, you'll see, uh, you know, I've traveled this whole nation. Uh, I've driven this whole nation. Jackie and I and our four kids spent five weeks one time in, in a rented van uh, ministering in 17 cities and 17 churches on both islands. And New Zealand's comprised of two islands, the North Island and the South Island. And uh, we've preached all over this land, but Renee had never been here before until we came uh, 15 months ago. <laughs> and uh, so on this trip, I, we were going to have extra time because the way the airlines worked, I had to get here a few days early to get a better price. And so I told her, I said, we'll just rent a car and drive instead of flying to Christchurch from the North Island to the South Island. We'll just drive and I'll show you some beautiful, beautiful scenery. So there, there are some mighty right. works to be seen to here. Be gorgeous, seen. gorgeous and not land. To mention and gorgeous, my... wonderful people. I've got so many friends oh, here. Oh, yes, you do. Marvelous friends well, and on both things, islands. One of the things we did in, in Auckland was... And we have meet, started a lot of the churches here. ...is meet a second-generation pastor right. of a friend, of the friends that you had right. over here and helped set all this up and we'll be ministering in that church. Well, and that pastor and then also the gentleman that came and helped us at the hotel and took right. us to an appointment. Uh, both of them used to be young guys. And now in, they're uh, second generation yeah, in, preachers. And Colin from... and Elaine Miller, who are great friends in their church up in Fongare. <laughs> uh, and uh, so they remember the me Lord preaching there. They remember things. me preaching there years and years ago and preaching in uh, conventions and churches. But it's a beautiful land, and I've got a lot of great friends Hallelujah. here. And we have started Precious a lot of the Word of Faith Jesus. churches here in this land uh, that are still going today. Some are not here anymore, and some of the pastors have died. and gone on to heaven and, and yeah, um, still, still the the a lot Lord. of them are just still there still planted and That's still flourishing right. and so we're seeing some friends this week and next week that we're excited about and then we're preaching some good word and you know oh, the word right. is the thing Renee I, yes. I think you and I both are just amazed at the 
I guess the regression yes. of the church How sad. getting away it from does. the word. I know even just talking to some of your family and some of my family in recent months, we've been disappointed. You and I have been disappointed because they used to know the word and used to talk the word. And now they just talk and act like everybody else. And, you know, it's the word that makes the difference. I mean, I've watched the, the word of faith is something we helped start, you know, back in the, well, back in the seventies. And, um, I've just always been amazed at the, at the faithfulness of Christians of different denominations, you know, Baptist, Methodist, Catholic, Church of Christ, you know, Assemblies of God, Foursquare, <laughs> Presbyterian, whatever denomination that make any difference. People that were just um, committed to God and loved God and loved church, and yet they didn't really have the word of faith. I mean, they had the Bible. They could have gotten it, but they didn't They didn't embrace the word like you and I have learned and, and friends of ours have learned to just embrace the word and make the word the primary thing, make it the principal thing. Yes, you know, the word right. says wisdom is the principal thing. Right. And, and God said that the word, Proverbs 4 tells us that the word, the word of God, the word is life, L-I-F-E, life to those that find it. I mean, that ought to tell us something right something? there. It's, it's, if, it's, if we it's don't life. find it, uh, death comes. If no, we do right. find it, it's life to us. Well, it's death, death Jesus to the had soul. a threefold mission. He had, he had the mission of love, of light, and of life. life. Everything Jesus does is, is love and light and life. And that's what that's we right. have to be about in this in this world. And God said Great the word is light. God, he yes. said it's a light to our feet. It's a light to our pathway. That's it's right. a lamp. Uh, he says that it's life to those that find, find it. it. And word. of course it certainly is the, the love of God. of God. Jesus is the word and Jesus is love. Yes, God is yes. love. That's right. And so uh, uh, but we've learned how to embrace the word in our in our talking. That's right. In our in our daily uh, words we, that come out of our spirit, out of our That's mouth, right. and uh, and in our prayer life, we, you That's pray right. according to the word. You right. go find a scripture that'll fit what you're believing right. for, and use that word. God said, "Put me in remembrance of my word." So we go find a scripture. Like if you're praying for your your teeth, you know you can go look in in Ecclesiastes and Song of Solomon and find. Right. Teeth everything. scriptures, feet. Uh, feet scriptures, <laughs> feet you know, scriptures, all kinds of scriptures. Everything. You know, the word says that our, our teeth is white as sheep coming up from the washing, perfectly matched and not one missing. That's right. Uh, you pray over your children. My children are, the, are disciples of the Lord. They're That's taught right. and obedient to the Lord and great is their peace and undisturbed and composure. I prayed over Abigail when I was pregnant with her, those scriptures about well, of course. how lovely are your feet and sandals, old queenly maiden oh, of the of Lord. Well, you know, and, I used to pray and, and confess and over, Lori and, over Lori and Christy all their lives. I prayed yeah. that scripture out of Job. It said Job had the fairest daughters in all the all land. The land. So I prayed right. those scriptures over Lori and Christy that my daughters are the fairest daughters in all the land. Then they got to be about 16 years old and I said, never mind, Lord, never mind. They don't need to, they don't need to be that pretty. I don't want all these boys no, chasing that's after that's right. Me. Well, in Psalm 140 something over there, it says uh, that our, our daughters are like sculptured pillars of mm-hmm, the temple mm-hmm. and our young men have are like uh, that, that they've grown in strength and it says they they are strong in their bodies um, I, I just find that all amazing you know that God has put all these things and then and then constantly tells us that like in Jeremiah 20 I think it is he says the word of the Lord was as a fire shut up in my Absolutely, bones the words of fire he said in the same verse is not my word like a hammer a hammer that 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 you know, just absolutely well, then the, the first most chapter, bone-like resistance. It said it'll crush. The first chapter of Jeremiah, he said, I watch over my word watch to over perform my it. Word to I perform hasten it. my word. I watch over my word to perform it. Can you imagine heaven <laughs> is watching wow. the earth 
yeah. for a word, for a, word. For a person that will release the word out of yes. their mouth so heaven can move on that Isn't to that perform it. That's right. Isaiah 57, 19 says, that God said, I create right. the fruit of the lips. So heaven's right. watching to see if we will say something say out of something. our lips that they can create. Well, That's that, why I was so upset during the Obama administration. You know, for eight years, Mr. Obama, uh, who, of course, doesn't understand anything about God or the church or the Bible and is, and is pretty much anti, uh, but, but he told us not to pray. Yeah, he told us, to, he told us to have a moment of silence. Let's silence the church and the prayers. <clears throat> Let's silence the church, shut up the church. And, of course, if right. I was hell and the devil, that's exactly what I would have right. done. Because it says God watches over his word to perform to it, perform and it. I create the fruit of the lips. So right. if heaven's watching uh, the earth to see if Christians are going to speak something right. that is fruit that he can create, and then the devil tells us, okay, don't talk. Right. Let's have a moment of silence. Let's send thoughts. You know, the the famous thing is, like with Hollywood and politicians, they they say, well, let's send thoughts and prayers. Well, you don't send thoughts. (laughs) This isn't mental telepathy. No, that's right. God's wanting you to say something. He's wanting you to speak something because heaven can't move if you don't say something. He wants to create the fruit of your lips. Can you imagine imagine 100,000 people in a football stadium? And let's say there's a there's a disaster. And they could be praying. Let's say there's a disaster they could somewhere. They joining an agreement in prayer. If there's a disaster somewhere, it may be an active shooter, or maybe a wildfire, or maybe right. an earthquake. Some disaster just happened. And so instead of telling that 100,000 people, would you stand and let's pray? They say, let's stand and have a moment of silence. That just drives me bananas well. because... You stand up, 100,000 people who could pray and say, Oh, God, help those people stop that wildfire, stop that active shooter. Instead, let's just all stand up and hold hands and sing kumbaya and don't say anything. Be silent. And their heavens just sit in in heaven. When life and death is in the power of the tongue. I hate to say they're frustrated, but I think they're frustrated over the fact that they can't move because you're not saying anything. They can't move on thoughts. No, that's they right. can't move on a moment of silence. No, They've got can't. to have people speaking words and speaking words that agree with the word, the Bible, right, right. so they can move and rectify the situation. Well, you know, you and I were talking about this before the podcast, that there is so much that has to be done uh, in the world, and, it, and words create. God created everything we see, hear, feel, touch, smell. <laughs> by words that he and his words created and he as we're made in his image he expects us to say things that the main purpose for the inward presence of the holy spirit is to give fire and life to the words that we speak from god's word otherwise why would there be an inward presence there he could come in and do the work and create a human spirit and make it new again but his inward consistent homemaking dwelling in us is to give authority when we speak the word of god and give power to it so that what God we say gets created. God made us to speak yes, because hallelujah. we're his kids yeah. and he's a speaker. Right. <laughs> he's a creator. He creates with That's his right. mouth and he created us to be his kids for us to create with our mouth. Wow. You know, we're the only one of God's creatures on the whole planet that, talks. that talk. Now, I know there's some animals that mimic sounds and it sounds <coughs> right. like they talk and all that stuff. But, sure, but you sure. know, humans are the only ones that talk. Now, that's and right. the reason God made us to talk is because he talks. And because that's how you release faith. That's how you release power. That's how you release authority. That's how you release the word. God said, as I said a moment ago, God said, put me in remembrance of my word. The Bible says, when you go to God, take with you words. Right. And speak those words. There's over 3,000 scriptures in the Bible, Renee, that talk about the words, mouth, lips, or tongue. 
3,000, 3,000 scriptures, word, mouth, lips, or tongue, and yet we trying to make everybody be silent. And the way I'm, uh, partners and friends that are listening to us today, I want to encourage you to go find you some scriptures and pray that. And if you don't know how to do that, just find you a scripture and just no, say, right. just say, Father, uh, you know, I've been sick. I've been Start feeling bad. Well I've, had these, I've had these symptoms. So, so I'm going to go to your word in first Peter two twenty four that says exactly. by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. And so we father, I'm praying healed. over That's my right. body today that according to Isaiah 54 and according to first Peter two twenty four, I was healed. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. God exactly. says I'm healed. God thinks I'm healed. The creator of the universe thinks I'm healed. If God thinks I'm healed, I must be healed. So I'm saying I'm healed and pray that that's right. in agreement with the word of God. Don't agree with grandma or, or Susie or Frank or, or George or Charlie or the church. <laughs> don't, don't agree with the doctor and say I'm dying of cancer. Agree with God. Find something that God said that's right. and say that and over pray and that and over. release your faith with words. He said my word is life. L-I-F-E to those that's that right. find them. Proverbs 4.20 and, and, and 22. And and they are they are medicine. King James says health, but the original says medicine, medicine. to all their, their flesh. flesh. Well, if the word's got medicine, Renee, then we ought to take it. If the doctor gives you a prescription that says take three times a day, then take it three times a day. That's if it right. says take every time you have a pain, take it every time you yeah, have a pain. The, we ought to take the word of God the same way. And Proverbs three, when it says that you know the, the word of God is medicine to all your flesh, it says it's health to your nerves and sinews and marrow and moistening to your bones. Like you Hebrews know, Psalms one 19 just says the word of God. It talks about the statues of God, the commandments yeah, of God, the words of precepts, God, the precepts of the God. Ways of the Lord. Everything yeah. is about, let's go back to, to God's, God's word. word. God's only going to listen to us yes. and only going to be able to help us and answer us if we're telling him what the word says. In Hebrews 4.12, um, you and I, Absolutely. We, we had written down some of these things this morning early. And it says in Hebrews 4.12 that the word of God and, it, and the Amplified actually says, The word that God speaks is alive and full of power, and it is sharper than any two-edged, two-edged sword. sword, and it will separate for you mentally. God will, God will divide this up for you and reveal to you through His word what is of your soul flesh part and what is of the spirit. That's the only thing that can do that is no, the word of God. And it says in that that it will help expose and sift and analyze and judge the very thoughts and purposes of your heart. So God can get in there. It's like hunting, evidently, just like, you know, going downhill, you know, and just being able to go on the inside of you and expose and sift and analyze the things that are of God and things that are of the flesh, things that will work, things that won't work, things that are a natural idea, things that are a godly wisdom for your life. And that's what's so powerful about the Word of God, that it's such a subtle working on the inside of us that, that the carnal man doesn't discern the things of God, but the spiritual man will catch on. Well, you know, you know? the only reason I'm excited about the Word of God, and I've said this for 50 years, is because it works. Yeah. <laughs> if it didn't work, I'd go find something else. No. If it didn't work, I'd, I'd do something else. But it works. Yeah. Go. And because it works, then I'm going to stick with it. And we have stuck with it. Exactly. And uh, I just want to encourage the people today, just, you know, I'm excited about it. Still, that's after right. 50 years, I'm still no, excited right. about it. Uh, that's because right. it works. It's all we need. That's and I right. want to encourage you that are listening today, get in the Word. Find scriptures that apply to your that's children, right. to your husband, to your wife, to your health, to your right. money, to your finances, right. to your business, to to, to, to your family. Uh, find scripture about your country. 
about oh the government. Lord, my goodness, I mean, yes. find a scripture Proverbs, that, that applies to whatever it is Psalms. that you're needing to pray about and begin to say that and pray that prayed. and bring God yeah. his own word and say, Father, this is your idea. You know, I prayed over our breakfast this morning and said, Father, thank you for this food that we're eating. And, and your word says, your covenant says, it was your idea that said you bless our bread and our water and you take sickness out of our midst. Isn't that cool? God thought that up. I didn't think that up. I didn't say, hey, I've got a good idea. God bless my bread. No, no, no. He said, I will bless your bread and I will bless your water and I will take sickness out of your midst. What a wonderful thing to take back to God, to take those words and give them to God and let him move on them and create the fruit of the lips and let him watch over his word and then perform his word. He's not going to perform what I say. He's going to perform what he says. So when I say what he says, it looks like he's performing what I say. No, that's right. And it's the same thing what you said there. You know, that everything's about missions in Romans 10 when it says that the word of God uh, is what we preach to the lost. Mm-hmm. And that if they don't have somebody to go hear them, no. go preach to yeah, them. Romans 10. That, it, that if, if the person doesn't have the money to send the preacher... You know, how are they going to hear without a right, preacher? How are right. they going to hear that word? Because faith comes by hearing Absolutely. the word. Absolutely. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by right. hearing and hearing the word of God. And the whole thing is laid out there in Romans 10, beginning in verse 10 down through 17, saying that we believe in the heart, we confess with the mouth. Right. That's how we Romans get Romans 10 is all about getting all about people saved. getting people saved with the word. And Paul said all those heathen have to do to get saved is to hear call on the name, the name of the Lord. Of the Lord. And they but then shout. he asks four very pointed questions. He, he says, says but. How shall they they call on someone in whom they've not believed? And how can they believe in someone, question two, in whom they've not heard? heard. And how can they hear, question three, without a preacher? And how can the preacher preach, question four, unless he be sent? Sent. So it takes the partners, it takes the senders, senders, it takes the goers. We're a team together. But for the goer to have the finances to send, they're going to have right. to get in the Word, and the Word will produce really, money. You know, it's for the all preacher back to go to the preach, word. he's going to have to get in the Word. Yeah. God, God sent His Jesus called the Word, the Word into the earth, Psalms 107, so that all men can be born again. People can come to a right. knowledge of the truth, and that we can preach this gospel. And that's what you know. When as you and I drove through here yesterday, I was just a British, con- you know, phrase gobsmacked. You know, <laughs> with, better to say gobsmacked. Yeah, here. gobsmacked. At the beauty, I mean, this is where Lord of the Rings was filmed, those three movies, everything here. It's just almost prehistoric looking in places. It's so pure and so beautiful and so diverse. And God has people in this country that have faithfully served him that we're going to have influence with Samoans and native Kiwis, as they say. You ought to go to Google and Google the the New Zealand National Anthem. It is so beautiful because it all talks about God and creating this land. And then in every chorus or every uh, 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 stanza, or what am I trying to say? In 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 every body of the song, it says, God save New Zealand. Oh, my goodness. God save New Zealand. God save New Zealand. You know, I love nations that are built on the Word of God and built on the things of God. And uh, I thought you were going to Psalm 107 a while ago that God sent His Word, word and healed, healed them. them. He sent His Word. Jesus is the Word. He sent His Word and healed them. And Jesus said, God so loved the world that he, God that gave starting? His only Son. Thank you, Father. That whosoever believeth in Him should not, not perish. perish. They are perishing every day, but they should not. They should they not. They should not. They should not perish, but have everlasting life. Everything comes back to the Word of God. Oh, my. 
It's Pray just for us on this yes. trip. We've still got we several weeks uh, in these four nations fruit, souls. Uh, and, and preaching here in the South Pacific. And so we just covet your prayers. We're going to be ministering to a lot of pastors and a lot of Bible school students. And uh, we want to impart to them the word of God, the anointing of God from an apostle of God that's been doing this for 50 years. It's my 51st year. Yes. And uh, we've got something to say. We're just not another preacher that heard a tape somewhere. We have lived this stuff for over a half a century. No, that's and right. uh, we're expecting to impart some life and some word uh, into right. each of these nations and when all these there, people. we get there, God gets yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so pray with us. Bathe in yes. prayer with us. And believe God Thank with us you, on Jesus. it. And uh, we're expecting uh, God to do great things. Yes, we are. We love you. Remember, you can find us at terrymize.com. We have wonderful things always to share with you. Uh, we're trying to do everything we can to upgrade, upgrade, upgrade our, our ability to help you and love you and pray for you and um, we're just thankful that we have a call and a gift and things to share and we're here to just help you and love you so Amen. we'll see you next time and remember you are more, more than, than conquered. you've been listening to a mize missions podcast for all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.